Ladies, gentlemen, this is the Greatest Asset Community Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Middlebrooks, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about things that you should be looking for and considering when you are selecting a lender or a loan officer that is going to be helping you finance your first home purchase or your next home purchase. Many people that I run into look at interest rate and don't go any further in terms of selecting a loan officer. They shop loan officers based on one thing, which is interest rate. How much is your rate that you're going to charge me? And then they go to the next loan officer and they ask them, how much is the rate that you're going to charge me? Because they are only concerned about their monthly payment. How much am I going to pay? I want to get the lowest monthly payment possible. Well, there are a lot of other factors that you should be considering when determining whether or not you should go with one loan officer over another one. And they go far beyond just how much I'm going to pay every month because you could very well get the cheapest mortgage or the cheapest monthly payment however in the long term you could actually be in a loan that's not going to set you up for success or you could be in a loan product that's not going to help you reach your financial goals or your uh, home ownership goals for that matter and setting you up for the next steps along that journey so i'm going to dive into a few reasons about four different things that you should be considering and asking yourself as well as asking the loan officers that you're potentially interviewing so to speak for the job of being able to help you in moving along on your home ownership journey purchasing that first or that next home so without further ado you know i like to get straight into it so not all lenders are provided the same or rather not all lenders provide the same programs and so that's going to be the first thing that i'm going to talk about so just about every lender out there can do FHA loans, BA loans, conventional loans. That Those are the most common loans that are typically originated in the mortgage industry, and just about all lenders can do those. However, there are situations that may require you to go through what's called a non-qualified mortgage or a non-QM mortgage. And those are mortgages that don't fit into the FHA the VA or the conventional box, so to speak. So there are loans that can be originated and you might need them because they might be something that's more beneficial for your situation. Uh, maybe you are looking to purchase an investment property and you don't have the income to support maybe your current home and the investment property that you're looking at. So you would look at what's called a debt surface coverage ratio or DSCR loan, which allows you to purchase that investment property with a 20% down payment, but you don't have to, we don't have to look at your income. We just look at the property's ability to rent for enough to be able to cover the mortgage. So that's what's a non-QM loan. We're not even looking at your income to determine whether or not you can qualify for this mortgage. And there are actually mortgages for your personal property. Maybe you have a lot of cash on hand, but your income history is not as solid as what it needs to be in order to get an FHA or conventional loan. So you might need to look at a non-QM option in order to be able to still become a homeowner and make that purchase. So these are some of the things that not all lenders provide. For example, the debt service coverage ratio loan that I just mentioned. There's also a uh, bank statement loan for, which could be beneficial if you're self-employed and maybe you have a lot of write-offs, but you do have a lot of income coming in that shows up in your bank account. 
that can be utilized to qualify you for a mortgage. Um, there are some other loans that also can help you with being able to qualify DPA, which uh, is short for down payment assistance. That's something that all mortgage lenders do not provide. Some provide them and some provide them better than others and some do not provide them at all. But down payment assistance programs vary widely in terms of what it's going to cost you and the benefit that you get from it as well. So for example, you have some down payment assistance programs that I have seen which are the fees that are included in these down payment assistance a down payment assistance programs are so much higher and so much more than what it would be for you to just pay your own down payment that it doesn't even make sense to use a down payment assistance program. You are better off just saving up the money and paying your down payment yourself because you're going to be paying so much in fees. And so I've also seen other down payment assistance programs that are really, really good. You have some that are uh that have repayable down payment assistance which means that let's say for example if you were to get ten thousand dollars in down payment assistance there is a period of let's say 15 years after that over which you would repay that down payment assistance back um there are some that have forgivable down payment assistance where you don't have to repay it back at all and so there are a lot of differences when it comes to down payment assistance and what the lenders offer. And so that's another thing that, depending upon what your situation is, you might wanna look at a lender that can provide some of these other programs because having that down payment assistance, having that non-QM or that DSCR, those can really help you to tailor a program that's best for your situation if you're say self-employed or you're looking for that investment property or you're low on funds to close and you need that down payment assistance um, perhaps the bank statement is the better option for you to go there are four national loans where maybe you don't have a social security number but you have an individual taxpayer id number and that can help you get a loan for a home as well. That's another program that not all lenders offer, but it can help uh, foreign nationals be able to purchase homes here in the US as well. So there are a lot of things that not all lenders offer and something that you might wanna consider specifically if you fall in one of those unique situations. So if you have tried to get a loan, maybe an FHA or conventional loan, but you were previously denied in the past to get that loan, it might not be that overall you don't qualify. It might be that you can't qualify with that particular lender because that particular lender does not have a program to be able to qualify you. Another thing that I wanna mention before I go on to my next point is that not all lenders have the same standards. So addition, in addition to not having the same programs, they also don't all have the same standards. So by that, what I mean is that some lenders will require you to have a 620 credit score, a 620 FICO score in order to approve you for a loan. Well, if you have a 600, they can't do anything with you, so they might just deny your loan application because your credit is not high enough. However, there are other lenders that might be able to go down as low as 580, and depending upon the loan program, they might be able to go even lower than 580. And so with those lenders, they may be able to get you approved to get into a home with that 600 credit score. So again, it all depends upon what your specific needs are and what that lender is able to offer you. You have some lenders that also have what are called overlays on top of the guidelines. So for example, 
FHA has its guidelines set for what it will, what the FHA or the, um, what FHA will insure for the loan. So for example, FHA can go down as low as 500 with a 10% down payment. Uh, if you have a 580 or above, it's a three and a half percent down payment. And they have other criteria as well. What an overlay is, is that a lender can actually put additional requirements on top of those FHA requirements to for you to be able to purchase a home or for them to be able to originate the mortgage for you. So for example, even though FHA can go as low as 500, you can have a lender that say that says we will not go any lower than 580 or we're not going to go any lower than 620. And that's perfectly fine and legal for that lender to do that. That lender sets a higher standard and a higher criteria. However, if you fall under that lender's standard or criteria or those overlays are making it where you're not able to purchase a home, then that's something that you might want to consider in terms of maybe looking at a lender that can provide you with some criteria. And again, you might be in a situation as well where you just really do need to work on your credit. You might need to really just work on saving up some money for that down payment and closing costs as well. So I wouldn't say that if one lender denies you, just keep shopping until you find the lender that'll accept you. No, the problem might be that your credit does need work and no lender is able to approve you right now. The problem might be that your debt to income ratio is low and you need to pay off some credit cards. You need to pay off that car that you have right now. You need to get rid of some of that debt, increase your income, a combination of the two or something else altogether in order to get you to the place where you can actually purchase a home. But do want to put out there that all lenders are not created equally in terms of they offer different programs, they have different standards, different criteria and everything like that. So that's the first thing that I wanted to get into. Uh, the second thing that I'm gonna talk about is not all lenders educate you on the process. And I should say not all loan officers educate you on the process because the loan officer is the individual that works for the lender that is going to be communicating with you throughout this process of you buying a home. And so education is very key because there are a lot of things that come into play, a lot of moving parts when it comes to purchasing a home. And most homeowners, uh, most people who want to become homeowners, first time home buyers particularly, do not know or are not aware of all of the different parts that come together that are needed in order to purchase a home. For example, a lot of people don't know the difference between mortgage insurance and homeowner's insurance. A lot of people are aware that there might be a down payment, that, but they don't know what all is included in your closing costs. There are some things that are included in closing costs that you can shop for. A lot of uh, home buyers don't know that you can shop for your closing attorney, but they also might not know any closing attorneys um to shop for or how to go about that process as well so there are a lot of things that go into buying a home and having a loan officer that can educate you on this process take your hand and walk you through step by step on what's needed in order for you to be able to purchase a home is really going to be key in helping you to understand what it is that you are signing up for um, because owning a home is a great thing i personally believe that everyone should be a homeowner however i also believe that everyone should be educated on the process of home ownership and everyone should be educated on what it is that they're signing up for what they're paying for all of the costs that are included 
what your options are even down the road as well. You're purchasing this home now. However, what are your options for refinance down the road? And perhaps what are your options for refinancing into a different loan program? Maybe you are having some issues with getting qualified because your credit has not been the greatest or you don't have enough saved up and down payment and everything. And obviously when you first purchase a home, there's no equity in the home. So maybe you have to go with a non-QM loan program that might give you a slightly higher interest rate. However, what are your options down the road for being able to refinance into a better loan product and also perhaps dropping that mortgage insurance, which will help lower your payment in addition to lowering your interest rate. These are things that you should be educated on when you're getting ready to purchase a home so that you can better be informed on the entire process and what it is that uh, the role that you're going to be playing moving forward in in this whole transaction. So education is very, very key. I'm really, really big on it because there are a lot of people that have purchased homes that honestly got into situations that they did not know what they were getting into. And uh, it doesn't play, in my opinion, to anybody's benefit when that's the case. So that's point number two is uh, making sure that you are going to be educated on the process throughout this loan uh, endeavor. And with that, the last thing I'll say on that is that not all loan officers are going to educate you equally. Some will provide better education than others. Some won't provide any education at all. If you go up and ask a loan officer, are you going to educate me through the process? Nine times out of 10, they're going to tell you yes. But does that mean that you're actually going to be educated? No. So some of the things that you can do to better position yourself to find that loan officer that is going to help educate you through the process is see what education they're already putting out there. Do they have videos out on social media where they're just educating you on the process of owning a home? Do they have content that they put out maybe on YouTube or maybe they have a podcast that they're hosting? Hey, <laughs> but maybe they have other things that they're doing. Maybe they're doing in-person things such as a home buyer seminar where they're partnering with a real estate agent and they're doing a home buyer seminar in your community to help educate you on the process of owning a home. There are a lot of different ways that loan officers can help educate you on what you need to do in order to own a home. So start checking those things. I would not just go to a loan officer and ask, hey, are you going to educate me on this process? Because nine times out of 10, they want your business. So they're going to tell you yes. However, they might not provide you great education. So go and see what education they are providing you. And that way you can see what it is that they know, where their levels of experience and expertise are at and how willing they are to share that information with you to best inform you on making the best decision possible for you. So that is number two uh, with making sure you get someone that's educated. And those are the ways that I recommend in terms of how you should find that person that is going to educate you in becoming a homeowner in the process and everything. So moving on to number three, not all lenders look at your total financial picture to best map the course to reaching your homeownership and financial goals. That's a long way of saying that not all lenders are going to put you in what's best for you now and looking ahead to the future as well. So if your homeownership goals for purchasing a home, let's say you plan on living in your particular home for the next five years. 
what are your plans after that five-year point are you planning on moving to a different home and if so are you planning on keeping your current one or are you planning on selling your current one and taking that equity to purchase the next one all of those things help inform a loan officer on what the best route is to take for the current home that you're looking to purchase right now and mapping out that course for helping you get to that investment property in the future if that's your goal and so also looking at your whole financial picture for example let's say that you have a lot of credit card debt but you're still able to purchase a home a great loan officer is going to take a look at your credit card debt they're going to take a look at how much you make in income as well as what current interest rates are and what it costs to buy down your interest rate and they're going to let you know hey you could buy down your interest rate another percentage point so instead of maybe a seven percent interest rate you get a six percent or eight percent you get a seven percent whatever it is you could do that and it would cost you eight thousand dollars ten thousand dollars whatever that cost is however you have X amount of dollars in credit card debt right now. You've got $10,000 charged up on your credit card. Rather than using that 10,000 to buy your interest rate down one percentage point, take the higher interest rate and use that $10,000 to pay off your credit card because that credit card is currently charging you 23% interest rate right now. 23% interest on $10,000 is costing you a lot more than what you would be saving by buying your interest rate down on your home on your mortgage 1% from a 7% to a 6% or 8% to a 7 whatever it is. So having a loan officer that's going to look at your total financial picture and say, hey, rather than putting all of this extra money into your down payment or rather than putting all of this extra money into buying down your interest rate, let's take that 10,000, that 15,000, whatever it is, and let's pay off these debts because that's not only going to allow us to get you a, a better debt ratio in terms of how much you're paying in interest every month, but also by paying off those debts, now you can also qualify for a higher purchase price home so maybe you're not able to get into the home that you want to get into right now because your debt to income ratio won't allow you to afford that home however if instead of buying down your interest rate we take that money to pay off these debts well now your debt to income ratio just dropped which means that you can now afford the house that you really want to purchase or that house in that neighborhood or that area where you really want to live. And so these are the things that a loan officer who is going to look at your your total financial picture and do what's best to help map the course to getting you where you want to be in the house you want to be or even down the road in the investment property, building up an investment portfolio, whatever that is. Those are the loan officers that you really want to look at partnering with because they are going to provide you with a lot of resources and options as well as giving you the education with explaining to you what those options are, why this option is actually going to save you more money and why taking the higher interest rate, if that be the case, why taking that higher interest rate might be a better option for you right now than taking that lower interest rate because you can refinance into the lower interest rate later. However, taking that higher interest rate and putting that extra money that you were going to put towards your buy down and paying off debt will help you put get in the home you want to get into right now or will help total 
overall lower your monthly mortgage your monthly overall debt payments not just your mortgage payments because your mortgage is only part of your overall debt you also might have a car note you might have credit cards student loans so it might help you lowering overall how much you're paying in total monthly debt by taking a higher interest rate but using that money to pay off higher interest debt such as 20 plus percent interest rate credit cards so that's the third thing that I wanted to point out in terms of having that loan officer that's really going to take a look at your total financial picture, what your goals are that you're trying to reach in the future and map out a, the best plan to help you get there as well as helping you just reduce your debt and get you in a better place financially as well. So moving on to the last one with number four, no one's no one should care about you more than you however there are loan officers that care about the transaction more than they care about putting you in the best product that would best benefit you and so what i mean by that is you have some lenders that care more about just wanting to close as many deals as possible so let's take this for example you have two loan officers you have loan officer a and loan officer b they both have the same amount of production meaning that they close the same amount of homes every month or every year same amount of production loan officer a loan officer b however loan officer b's goal is to close as many homes as possible loan officers a's loan officer a's goal is to help as many families as possible their production is exactly the same. However, they go about it in two different ways because loan officer B is saying, hey, I want to close as many transactions as possible. I want to close 50 loans a year, whatever it might be. That's loan officer B's goal. Loan officer A is saying, I want to help as many families as possible. And you can see just throughout this example that might translate into the experience that you're going to receive as a future home buyer with when you're dealing with loan officer B or loan officer A. Loan officer B, not saying they're a bad loan officer, but with their goal just being to close as many transactions as possible, maybe they're not as focused on you as an individual and what's going to be best for you because maybe the best thing for you is not to purchase a home right now. That's right. I'm saying that even as a loan officer because you might have goals to purchase this home, but then you're going to be relocating in two years from now or three years from now. And the numbers just don't add up with what you're going to spend up front and closing costs. And that home is not going to have time to appreciate enough for you to even recoup that money back if you're planning on selling it two or three years from now. So having that loan officer that's really looking at your financial picture and saying, hey, you're looking at going somewhere else for in two years or three years and you're wanting to sell this home. I would recommend you rent because renting is going to be the better option for you right now. Um, but again, that's something that's going to be a difference between dealing with loan officer B and loan officer A. Now, again, that's something that right off the bat, if you were to just go ask a loan officer, do you focus more on me or are you just focused on getting this deal closed? Of course, the loan officer is going to want to tell you, hey, I'm focused on you. I want you to have what's best for you. And there are a lot of loan officers that do. However, the loan officers that are more focused on just the transaction, it's possible you could hear the same thing from them as well. So 
it's going to be on you to kind of do that due diligence and that research, see what other content and information they're putting out there to try and help you be able to purchase a home. Are they just screaming at you? Now is a great time to buy. Now is a great time to buy a home for everybody. It might not be a great time to buy a home for everybody because whether or not it's a great time to buy a home specifically varies from person to person because how long are you going to stay in that home how much is this home that you're going to purchase and how much is it going to cost to get into that home what's your financial picture looking at right now like right now what's your credit score looking like right now what are all of these other variables that are in play that might make it a good time for you to buy a home right now versus waiting maybe six months from now or a year from now so these are some things that are going to differ between a loan officer that's just focused on the transaction and what can we do to get you to purchase a home right now so that we can get you in <clears throat> so that we can get you in a home and get you started on building that equity versus the home the loan officer that's looking at you as an individual or your family rather and saying what are your goals what is it that you're wanting to accomplish where do you see yourself in terms of owning this home five years from now 10 years from now do you plan on keeping this home moving on to another home making this an investment property or selling it taking the equity and using that to trade up to the next level whatever it might be you might end up with two different experiences both still might be good the loan officer that's going to just want to close the transaction i'm not saying that they're a bad loan officer they still might have access to some good programs that can help get you in a home but you also might end up with a loan officer that's really just going to put you in whatever will get the transaction closed vice the loan officer that's going to take the time to educate you look at your total financial picture put you in the best program or rather present to you the options that are the best perhaps with their recommendation and let you make the decision on what is the best route for you to take forward in terms of purchasing a home. Again, I personally believe that everyone should own a home because there are a lot of benefits to being a homeowner. However, it is ultimately up to you to make that choice in terms of who you decide to partner with to take you along that journey. So that's all that I have for you. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. As always, please do like and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me on social media. I am GA Loan Officer on Instagram and TikTok, Frederick Middlebrooks on LinkedIn. I would love to have you check out the content on social media. And if you uh, have any questions or would like any guidance on anything, feel free to DM me, uh, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you and help you out in any way I can. I'm a loan officer licensed in Georgia and Florida. So those are the states that I can service. And um, yeah, but I can, I'm happy to help in any way, even if you're not looking to purchase in one of those states uh, to just guide you along the path to becoming uh, where you want to be in terms of a homeowner and a financial financially as well. So that's all I have for you. Thank you for tuning in. Take care. Be blessed.